0: This is the Lydia Project Conversations with Christian Women. Our name is inspired by the life changing conversation that Lydia had with Paul, recorded in Acts 16. On this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of women whose lives have also been impacted by the truth of the gospel. Your hosts, Tori Walker and Taryn Hayes, hope that you too will be challenged and inspired by how the gospel truths are being worked out in the lives of their guests, ordinary women who serve an extraordinary God. Today, your host is Taryn
1: Hayes. Hello and welcome to the Lydia Project Book Club Edition. I am Taryn. And I'm Tori. And today we're going to chat a little bit about what is planned for the months ahead here at the Lydia Project. Now, for those of you who are just tuning in for the very, very first time, Tori is going to tell us a little bit about the background of how the Lydia Project began.
2: Well, about oh, because three or four years ago, I started listening to podcasts like a lot of people did. And every now and again, I would hear an interview um, And the interview subject was a Christian woman, and I just lapped it up. I felt I could really relate to her, and I just wanted to know more. So I went searching for podcasts that specifically focused on conversations with Christian women, and I couldn't find any. So I thought, well, why don't I start a podcast myself? Because I knew I had lots of contacts with Christian women who'd be really fascinating interview subjects. And so with a lot of naivety, I just thought, let's give it a go. So that's where the Lydia Project was born. And the name comes from my husband, who thought it would be a good suggestion to um, yeah have Lydia in the, the title, because Lydia is comes up in Acts, uh, where she's chatting with Paul down by the river, and she learns about Jesus. And they have a conversation that's truly life-giving for her and for many other people. And I guess that's what we want this podcast to be is to be really encouraging and life-giving and to be able to help people just keep going as Christians and to be encouraged as they hear stories of how other people are keeping on going as Christians and to hear how they're thriving in their ministry or what they're struggling with. Um, Yeah, all of that.
1: That's awesome. So if I could summarize, perhaps I could say that you saw a need, uh, you felt a need, you figured why not give it a go yourself and allow others to come along on the journey with you. And it's been awesome. Now, that was towards the end of 2016. And since then, the Lydia Project has grown big enough to become independent. And along with that, we've had some really great ideas and opportunities. And the latest of which is another idea of yours, namely the Lydia Project. Yeah, hold on. Love. I've just got to interrupt you there because there's yeah. this major bit
2: that you've just glossed over and that's you coming on board as co-host and wow. the inspiration for all of the ideas so yes that is another big part of the Lydia Project story.
1: So yeah and I was really grateful to be a part of it. it's it been a lot of fun. Uh, Tori what brought you to Staffs Book Club via a podcast? Oh, look,
2: Taryn, I know that reading Christian books is a really good thing. I know it's good because I can be encouraged and spurred on in my thinking. I can grow in my thoughts about God. I can sharpen what I think about certain issues. And so I know that reading Christian books is a really good thing. However, I know also that I have become a bit slack at reading Christian books and a bit just out of the habit, out of the pattern. And it was one of my goals for this year, 2020. I know it's kind of late in the year, but the idea has taken a while to get off the ground. So yeah, I just really wanted to read more Christian books this year. And so I set it a bit of a goal. And I also know that part of my personality, I don't know whether it's a strength or a weakness, but part of my personality just really likes doing things with other people and I am motivated to do things if I know other people are doing it alongside of me. So I thought, what if I put it out there and tell people who listen to the Lydia Project that this is what I'm doing? I'm going to read these, well, it was originally four, but now five books this year. And then if they want to, they can join in with one or two or all five of the books. And that would encourage me
1: and hopefully spur them on and and encourage them as well. So what can people expect? What, What should they be doing? What can they be doing? Oh,
2: look, it's pretty low-key, pretty easy. All the books will be listed in the show notes to this episode. So wherever you listen to podcasts, just go to the show notes. Like the episode you'll see down the bottom, there's a whole lot of writing. So part of that writing will be the five books that we've got planned to read this year. And basically work out which
1: ones you want to read, buy them, start reading. So you, you've mentioned these books, but we don't actually know what they are. So the, the first one is Dark Cloud, Steve Mercy by Mark Vrogop. And that's going to be our first interview. And that's going to be dropping soon, which is exciting. It's all about discovering the grace of lament um, with a forward by Joni Erickson Tater. Joni, Johnny Erickson. I always say her name wrong. Now, Tori, which of these books is going to be next? Yes, Beautifully Distinct is coming next. That okay. one is
2: edited by Trilla Bell.
1: So Trillian Newbell and the other people who have contributed are people like Jen Wilkin, Jackie Hill Perry, Donna Gresh, Jenny Yang, Courtney Reisig, and many more. And it's about conversations with friends on faith, life, and culture. Yeah,
2: I came across that one and I just thought it'd be really, it'd be a good fit with our podcast because people who listen to this podcast obviously enjoy listening to conversations with Christian women so I thought it'd be great to be challenged to be spurred on in our thinking a bit more by listening in on some written conversations with Christian women and to help us in our conversations with other Christian women maybe to have a bit more depth in our conversations maybe to be able to spur each other on a bit um, and also in our conversations with people who don't know Jesus
1: awesome and is this one next in his image by Jen Wilkin (laughs) I I can't remember Let's you say it remember. is. Yeah. So it might we might change the order around depending on um, what's happening in our world. But one of the books is by Jen Wilkin called In His Image: Ten Ways God Calls Us to Reflect His Character. And I personally have actually started reading this one already, and a few chapters in, and I've literally been challenged on every page about my thinking about life and God and who I am in relation to God. Quite an easy read. And all these different attributes that have got that are beautifully unpacked by Jen Wilkin. And anybody who knows Jen Wilkin knows that she is a great communicator, very easy to listen to, very easy to read. So that one will be a, a great one. There is another one, Growing Together, it's called Taking Mentoring Beyond Small Talk and Prayer Requests um, by Melissa B. Kruger. Tori, do you want to tell us a little bit more about this one? No, you tell us about it because that one was your recommendation, wasn't it? So this is kind of actually both because when I was talking to you about helping women in our church to connect across the congregations, you sent me this book and said, what about this book? And then I picked it up and I went, you're right. Can we add it to the Lydia project? So I'll read a little bit on the back here. It says, we need one another, yet we don't always know how to develop relationships that help us to grow in the Christian life. Spiritual mentoring offers a way for younger believers and more mature Christians to grow together through intentional discipleship and accountability. If you're looking for a place to start, this book presents a guide for discipleship conversations that spans a variety of topics for spiritual growth. So it just takes you through what it means to be in relationship with other women, deeper relationship, caring for one another, reading the Bible together, and takes you through some Bible reading to do together, Bible study to do together, and just really, really good practical tips in and amongst some good teachings. So that looks like a, a good one. And last but not least is Gary Miller's Need to Know, Your Guide to Christian Life. Now, I am passing this one on to you to tell us more about. So what what about this one? Yeah, well, when I was
2: thinking, oh, look, what books am I going to read this year? I was thinking it'd be good to have um, a variety. So some that helped me praise God, some that perhaps were more helping me to confess my sins, some that were more encouraging, you know, how to live the Christian life. I didn't want them just all to be kind of how to be a more godly woman because that would just be a little bit too uniform. Um, (laughs) So anyway, one of the books I really was keen to put on the list was a book about evangelism or a book that spurred me on or us on in terms of evangelism. So I went to, I I didn't have one in that category. I went to the Gospel Coalition website and literally Australia just typed in evangelism, books on evangelism. And this one popped up and it's actually a book to give away to your non-Christian friends. Uh, And I thought, Well, that's actually a really good one to read because I'm not going to give it to people if I haven't read it myself. So I haven't started reading it, but I suspect it will be a really clear, easy to read explanation of what you need to know if you want to put your faith in Jesus. And I'm hoping that it will be a good book that I'll want to give away. I haven't read it yet, so I can't promise that. But I also know that, um, you know, with any of these books, We're probably not all going to agree with everything that's written in them, and I'm not afraid of that because I think even when I disagree with something or I don't feel comfortable with something, it can still spur me on to think why, and that can be a good thing too. But anyway, I I hope that book is a good one that I can give away.
1: I I suspected well, I mean, we have pretty good confidence in the author, given that we do, <laughs> we know him He's the principal of QDC, which is the Queensland Theological College here. And I've actually, we've just experienced some great teaching of his recently. And um, again, very readable um, person, a very good communicator. And actually, we, Tori and I have been talking about what to do with our fifth book to try and kind of fit it in the year. And we talked about a Christmas bonus. And I wonder if this wouldn't actually be a good Christmas bonus book because it's a great one to give away. Christmas time. Yes. Uh, there we go. Yes, it could that, be. That might work. Yeah. well. Who knows? Okay. So next question for you, Tori, where can our listeners source these books from? Okay, well, of course, you can source your books from
2: anywhere, um, any Christian bookshop, and I'm sure everyone is all over online. However, where you should go and get them from is The Wandering Bookseller, because the people at The Wandering Bookseller are partnering with us to offer Lydia Project listeners a 15% discount on each of these books that we're reading this year for the book club so really easy you just go to their website and we'll put a link in the show notes but it's wanderingbookseller.com.au and search for Lydia Project they've got a special page set up and when you go to the checkout you just enter uh, Lydia 15 and you'll get a 15% discount so I think that's a good place to buy them because they'll be slightly cheaper for you but also if you have a look around the website, like me, you'll probably think, oh, this is a really good bookshop. I want to I want to support this bookshop. Uh, the books are are good books and I think they'll, yeah, they'll fit with what you think is a good book too, I hope. Um, yeah, so I think you'll find that it's a good place. And obviously they just mail order anyway. So that's for Australia. If you're listening and you're not in Australia, find your favourite Christian bookshop. And most of these books are pretty well known, so they should be able to find
1: them there. And for those who prefer to listen to their books, um, Audible is a good place to go to. Most of these books will most likely be on Audible. I know that I listen to books very often on Scribd. Um, this is a little free plug for Scribd. It's a it's a library website, also subscription based. It's kind of like Netflix for audiobooks and books, ebooks, which is really great. Um, so I've can you been spell re- that? Uh, S C R I B D, script, S C R I B D. So um, many of these books are on there. I know Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy is on it, both as an ebook and as an audio book. So I have the physical book from from the Wandering Bookseller, but it's been really really helpful to also listen to it. Um, so I'm either reading it or listening to it or kind of listening to it and then going back to it to. Highlight certain passages that I found particularly helpful, things I want to just remember. So, for those who want to go that route, that's an option as well. Yeah. Did you say it was free on script? Um, Or do you subscribe and then you subscribe? the, The first month of script is free. So, you can give it a test drive for that first month and thereafter i think it's around nine nine dollars and i think that actually might even be australian dollars so you know it would be even cheaper in the u.s it's been great for me because i like to listen and read a lot and so i've read quite a few books that would have cost me a whole lot more than nine bucks a month if i had if i'd bought them myself so that is an option as well but yeah i do like physical books and definitely support the wandering bookseller if you also prefer physical books and you're in australia Um, And if you really feel like supporting them from overseas and paying the extra postage, go for it. Tori, tell us a little bit, how often can our listeners expect to hear one of our special book club podcasts?
2: Yeah, so the idea is we're going to read the books and then there'll be an episode where we either interview the author or interview someone who has a particular interest in the topic of that book. Or maybe we will have a chat, just Taryn and I, about what we thought about the book and you can listen in on that as well. You know, like most things with the Litter Project, we're just making it up as we go along. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) But the aim is to um, drop a special book club episode on around the 10th of May and then every sort of two months. So that'll get us to the end of the year. Now, I have actually already interviewed the author of Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy, Mark Brogop and cannot wait to share that interview with you he was so generous and it was just great to hear him talking about the ideas in the book and answering some questions that I had so yeah I can't wait to share that episode with you and then we've got a few potential interviews with some of the other authors as well which is exciting to look forward to.
1: That is, do you have any suggestions for people how to read it? I mean, for most of us, it's pick up a book and read, but do you have any strategies that you use for keeping yourself on track that might be helpful to share with others?
2: Oh, look, I love reading, but I usually read novels at night to fall asleep. So that's not really helpful for Christian books. But I do find for myself, and obviously it's different for lots of different people, it sounds like a no-brainer, but actually first step is getting the book. Once I've got the book, it is definitely far more likely that I'm going to read it so that is step 1 it does cost money to buy Christian books but i think it is a worthwhile investment because i know that as we go on in life you know we grow up in our career we we're keen to develop professionally you know in our lives we want to be better parents and we we want to grow and want to challenge ourselves and all those kind of things i think it's really good to remember that we want to keep growing in our christian relationship you know in our relationship with god and that requires investment so investment of time sometimes investment of money so yeah if you're feeling a bit tight or you're feeling like it's a bit too much of a splurge on yourself i guess i just want to encourage you that it's actually money well spent i think to buy good christian books and read them don't just buy them and sit them on the shelf that is not a good investment but buy them and read them anyway so step one for me definitely buying the book physically i find really helpful i'm not great with ebooks and um yeah look i don't know the first i've read the first two books and they were both really good books and so i didn't find it hard to want to keep reading them but yeah, just a, a chapter every couple of days. It's amazing how quickly you do get through them if you just set aside a little bit of time to do that. And sometimes on the weekend when I might pick up a novel before bed, I would pick up my Christian book, read that a bit, and then maybe go on to my novel. So I don't know. We've, yeah. we've had a couple of weeks holiday recently, so I found it easy just to read a bit because I felt like we had a bit
1: more time. What about you, Taryn? What are your tips for reading books? You like listening yeah. and reading? The listening thing has really worked for me when I'm busy with other tasks and I can't just sit down and read. So my neighbors often get to hear what I'm listening to when I'm hanging the washing. (laughs) If I don't have my earphones in. So a lot of dark clouds, deep mercy has been played for my neighbors as well. I don't know if they get to hear, but there it is. But, uh, you know, sometimes I can get stuck in getting absorbed with other things and I have great intentions to read. And then, you know, months go by and that book is just gathering dust on my bedside table and other things have taken priority. So to, in order to prioritize, I've found it helpful to actually have a look at the book itself and the chapters and kind of set myself these little mini goals. So some of them have three parts and to say, okay, well, I'm going to read part one by the end of two or three weeks. Um, And another thing that I've found helpful is to set aside time alongside reading the Bible in the morning. So whenever you happen to be having time in the word, just say to yourself, I'm going to add another 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever works for you on the end of that to read this Christian book and to view it as part of growing you spiritually. So that's also been really helpful. I've actually been doing that with my children because they, they're they supposed to be reading a minimum of an hour a day of books that aren't necessarily their favorites, to read, but are really good for them. And so I've been making them spend 20 minutes after Bible time <laughs> sitting on the couch under my nose reading. And it's interesting to see sometimes they just keep reading because they're really interested in it and it's been good. So that would be a tip as well, I reckon. But as you said, everybody knows where they're at and they know what works for them ultimately. So it's got to, it's got to work with your life and your circumstances. So, yeah. Mm. Um, so we said we're aiming the 10th of May for our first episode ever of the Lydia Project Book Club. And that's Tori interviewing Mark Vrogop on his book, Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy. And thereafter, they will drop fairly regularly. If people do have any questions, uh, where could they go to ask them?
2: Yeah, you can contact us on the Facebook page. There's a message function there. Or send us an email, tlpcwcw at gmail.com. And that's a good place. We'll always respond there. I should just say about Mark Rogop's uh, interview, if you haven't finished reading the book or you haven't even started I don't think there's any spoilers like I think you could still listen to the interview and I think it'd be um fine to listen to it before you finish reading the book
1: just to encourage people that you never miss the boat because even if there are spoilers so to speak when they when you read them again it just reinforces things a little bit more so like for me that's actually a win not a loss yeah So, Tori is there anything else you would you think that our listeners should know or um yeah you want to share with them
2: no um nothing really springs to mind but if this goes well we'll be doing it again next year so if you've already got your books for this year and you know you've got some good suggestions for us next year like keep in touch that sounds great um yeah we'll see how we go
0: awesome (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) we hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the lydia project we would love you to share this episode with others whether that be by word of mouth social media or leaving a review on itunes You can find us on most platforms using the handle at TLPCWCW. Music is Wholesome 7 by Dave Depper and voiceover is by me, Jennifer Mary.